Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. A day late, dollar short, dollar... That's weird. I was going to say that. That's fucked up. uh, We're a day late. It is Monday. It is 420. We usually do these at 420 on Sunday. You are not tripping balls. Um, And, uh, you know, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, This is a, uh, this could be a fun one. I had a really, really good Sunday Uh, through six weeks of the season. The NFL is broken in my direction every way possible except for the jacksonville jaguars yeah they're uh, uh i'm trying to think of your team it was probably last year's browns or this year's I, jaguars i team. have i haven't been i yeah i mean the, the the long shot nature of the prices for the jaguars meant that it didn't really you know if they did if nothing happened nothing came of it then uh you know the staking was pretty insignificant so i don't really care at this point i just wish they would uh, win these next four games, go into their bye at six and four. And it's possible because the next three of the next four are at home, but yeah. we will get to the Jaguars in a bit. Let's reflect a little bit on some of the major takeaways. Andy, how was your Sunday? Right up, up and down the board. It'd be a lot better if I could figure out teasers. Fucking Tampa, mm. Tampa Bay. I, I should have put the wedding, you know, the, the wedding mm. narrative into that bet, but God, really just kudos to the Steelers. We'll get to that game. Otherwise, it was decent. My my strongest and biggest position turned out to be betting the Browns early over and then betting the Browns early again over at like 43 or whatever and just kind of sweating a little at the beginning when it's like, oh, we're just going to kick field goals. And then the the dam broke and the Browns defense did that, uh, what it it did. And so that that felt pretty good to get that. Okay. Well, let's let's rip through. Like if you made it through on Survivor, it's a great week for Survivor. Oh, yeah. So many teams, like half of, uh, th- there weren't that many. I think there were 700 left in the big, big one in Circa. Nine and half that, half that field's down. gone. Yeah. Like the and there was a point where the Panthers were leading. Down. Yeah. yeah. If the, the Panthers, if they were, uh, if they were to do something there, it would have been like 85% of the field would have dropped out in a single Sunday, which would have been. Uh, record breaking. So, mm. Patrick, five percent left. Five percent entries uh, left in the BOL pool. Let's go week. Wow. Game by let's, game. You start. Me yeah. Off. Let's. Start, yeah. Start, I, the major. Up. The major overarching takeaways too that I've heard from smart people today, and I agree with. The uh, first was nobody's good. We've been saying this for six weeks now. Third of the season in the books, and you have a Buffalo Bills and a bunch of other teams. Um, nobody should realistically be favored by more than a touchdown against any other team on any given Monday. Uh, so the second thing that I would say is this was with more one of the flukier weeks. I think realistically, if you break down box score and you grade who was the correct winner and or cover and or over and or under, there was a ton of sort of false results. Is that a fair way to say it? False results? Potentially misleading <laughs> results. I mean, we'll go right with the Thursday There's night game. Commanders, Bears. Couple. Yeah, that, I was going to say Commanders, ba- Jaguars. Uh, maybe uh, you could make a case for, I don't say even New Orleans. I'd have to go look at that box score. The Vikings. Baltimore, for sure. The Vikings. Um, people, boy, we got to get some We got to get some structure to this today. We got we to gotta take a deep breath and start at the beginning. But, yeah, the if you want to be the guy who steps out and says, hey, the Giants are a fraudulent team, then you have to be willing to say the Vikings. The Vikings are oh, probably absolutely. more fraudulent absolutely. than anyone right now as far as just scraping by against backup quarterbacks and uh, advantageous position, coming back against teams they shouldn't have been down against in the first place. Mm-hmm. And somehow, yeah, the 5-1 and one Vikings are probably a middle of the pack team right now guys so it's a it's a little sketchy in in some of these spots and yeah right away that the commodores game the bears were clearly the better team you can go look at that box score and see just the the, the yardage totals and it, it kind of came down to that not a lot of games are absolutely uh you know turned on their head by one play unless it's a play super late you know if you have a, a pick six very late or even just a turnover or a score very late. Yeah, that happens all the time. But man, it felt like just that muff punts like that might be game over, guys. 
Yeah. This is these are teams that aren't scoring. They aren't really driving that well. Things aren't going well. If you're gonna give them that one that one possession like that down there, you're it's done. Might be done so. So that was uh that was probably the difference in the game. Speaking like 12, of Dunzo, 12, 7 was the ugly. Carson Wentz, the Carson Wentz Commanders era was a quick one. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless weeks. unless his replacement performs really poorly in the next six weeks, we're probably not going to see Carson Wentz put on the old W helmet again. Um, that classic W. It's the helmet has a W on it. I actually can't even picture it now that I'm saying That's it funny. out loud. Does it have a W on it? I think it does. I anyway. saw I saw a quick video. Just full tangent about the Steelers helmet. You know why it only has a sticker on one side? I'm dying to know now. Just the, they wanted to save money when they first slapped. They only on. had they only yeah. Like, they didn't no, have they, enough stickers like for our two sides. They're like oh, it's yeah. cheaper. It's cheaper just to put one sticker on. Just, just put one sticker on it. Uh, excellent. Uh, let's start with the Steelers on Sunday. I'm gonna I'll call out the games and go down the rotation order, and you All give right. me your takeaways here. The Steelers ultimately beat the Buccaneers. Trubisky has to come in for an injured Kenny Pickett. The Buccaneers defense generally did their job. They held the. Steelers to 193 passing yards, 270 total yards. They could not, however, force turnover, which was the major uh, thing missing from this performance by the Steelers. Ultimately, for the second game in three weeks, Tom Brady cannot convert a two-point conversion that would tie the game late. Uh, Tom Brady in comeback mode has been uninspiring, and some of that may have to do with his supporting cast. But the Buccaneers find themselves now 3-3 three and three and uh, a long way away from the form they need to threaten for an NFC title this year. Your take. Yeah, they need to get healthy, but also just, yeah, the pass rush needed to do a little bit more. Trubisky was only sacked once in coming in relief, and Pickett only once as well. Pickett, we'll see how that injury hashes up, but Trubisky was wildly efficient in, you know, the small amount of usage. He only threw the ball 12 times. But he also tucked it down a couple times, ran, and he got it done when it was important. He converted two or three longer third downs with, honestly, nice reads, nice patience, nice pocket presence. I never thought I'd be saying nice things about Mitch Trubisky after he was already benched this year. But, like, those third downs were kind of the difference in the game. It was a 20-18 to game, and he kept a couple of important drives alive, so... Kudos to honestly Kenny Pickett and shame on you. Just Tom Brady in comeback mode and everything from the, the Tampa Bay defense. It needs to be a little better than that. Yeah, under still made it. That was all I cared about. Rest of, you know, Tampa Bay's futures still buy in my mind. Pittsburgh's not going anywhere. Cincinnati, New Orleans next up on the rundown. Cincinnati with a four-point win, a narrow, narrow, narrow cover. It never really felt good. Uh, flies over the total with 56 points. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase back in the uh, the Superdome where they, of course, made history winning a national title for LSU. Um, didn't have any action on this game, but I regret not betting the over in hindsight. How did you feel about this outcome? No, I, I did too. I was, I was close to betting the Bengals. I guess now I wish I would. I said that. We kind of said on the podcast, it's like, is it that? Bleeping simple, then it's like, hey, if a pass rush can bother Joe Burrow and bother him heavily, he's probably going to have a bad day and the team's going to have a bad day. They didn't sack him three times, but that's light work for a defense. I mean, you got to get to four, five, six before you can really put a pin of metal on your chest against this line. And more often, not the line, the actual quarterback who's causing some of the sacks. But they didn't really do it. And we said that and said, if they're not going to get after him, Bengals are going to score quite a few points. Kudos to, I guess my biggest takeaway was kudos to Andy Dalton. Again, not like he had a really big stat line, but Kamara was effective. Just the offense was effective with a lot of names that you don't want to be near the top of your, the score sheet. They've been really, really snake bitten by injuries. Uh, the same. So mm-hmm. many star players been injured. So bad halftime even, adjustments. Yeah, too. to be even in this game, uh, good job by them. And then yeah, the the Bengals did have to come back. So good job. By Actually, them. you know what? It was probably no halftime adjustments because they were up twenty to fourteen. And uh, you know who did make some good halftime adjustments? Anaruma. Six Anaruma. points. Our, our guy. Six points for the se- in the second half. Uh, Bengals opponents team total under in the second half starting to be a thing um moving down to the jags colts game 
I mean, it, at different times in this game, it sure felt like the Jags were going to pull away and get an easy win. A million freaking points scored. So you have a little divisional rematch flip-flop where there was 24 points in the last game, and this one zipped over the total. Colts continue to save their season. But, boy, other than Matt Ryan looking lively, there's still a lot of problems with this team. I mean, kind of want to write off both, but you can't because the AFC South is a dumpster fire. It is. It's funny. I caught. I caught some, and it wasn't people giving. Well, one guy gave me shit, but he can pound sand. But people, I listed some. Hey, these are in the Wong zone, and some people correctly pointed out, like a couple of these totals are high for the you know the adjusted Wongs. You don't want to be playing things over fifty. They said Seattle and Buffalo are too high to technically qualify. So it's kind of funny that the Seattle game ended up with twenty eight points, and this one ended up with a billion. Although I did tease the Jaguars, that leg got home. Unfortunately, it was with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, which, God damn it, that felt like a free square. I still don't understand what all went wrong. You well, just talked about it. The, the, the thing about the Jags teaser that really sucked was you felt like this was, you know, they missed the two point conversion and you yeah. Colts had the ball. You're like, oh, they're just going to drive and kick the game winning field goal. But they went for it over the top yeah. on that third and 13 when it's literally like, you know, I mean, I guess they didn't want to put it the ball on the foot of their kicker because they've had bad experiences with that already this season. Um, but that was a oh, that was a surprising play. Uh, the Jags defense was not ready for it. They got beat, and that was the game. And there blows up the teasers, and that was that. Uh, the teasers were fine. I mean, it, it stayed oh, within eight. They? Yeah, it's it did stay within eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this oh, teaser, this teaser, like was, was like, oh, but okay. I, I I think people who bet the Jags. Uh, against the spread deserved a little oh, bit yeah. better fate they were in control for chunks of this game it got a little out of hand and then just we hadn't seen matt ryan do this this year this was new like oh he's gonna be pretty quasi-effective semi-effective also threw the ball 58 times that's just not something probably super sustainable for that. i guess you know what would put you on tilt if you bet the jags or if you have jacks features there was a Colts touchdown play where the guy literally double arm shoved the defensive back and he just collapsed and then he caught the touchdown and there was no like second look yeah. from the official on that one. Um, kind of weird, uh, weird officiating in general in the NFL, but that's a story for another day. Uh, you have a take on uh, your New England Patriots who all of a sudden are the hottest team in the NFL, not named the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, if you want to bet player prop overs, I guess, on offensive players, make sure they're playing the Browns. Um, just uh, it's turning out to be one of the bigger downgrades. I'm, I'm not sure if you have this like readily at hand where you had the Browns defense ranked preseason. Um, I only had them about 15th. I was, was going to say, I was like 12th. I was like 12th. Yeah. Like that's, they weren't. Uh, Not but thirty I, second. I, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think I remember saying they have room to like get. It has room to move up. If this pass rush, you know, starts to crush, this could be a a decent defense. It is not. Um, no. There's been injuries, but even when they've come back, they've had struggle, struggle, struggle to get anything done against a lot of teams. Zappy only sacked twice. Twenty four of thirty four for three oh nine for. A kit, a first road game, I think. Um, fifth, fourth. Uh, he came in and in supported Lambo. Yeah, yeah, that was the Kinda that wasn't Lambo, but yeah, first road start, I guess. And Ramondre Stevenson, I wonder if he even made his total. Honestly, I expected to actually a little more out of him against a run defense that's been gashed a couple they times. Kind of got to put him on ice. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The game got a, a little out of hand. They scored 28 in the second half, and I know a little of that was uh, the game started to get a little goofy and out of hand. But uh, Brissett, not great. We've seen some good Brissett early on, and maybe the, the final play of last week carried over because he wasn't good. They didn't get a lot out of Chubb because they got into such a negative game state right away. He only got 12 totes. That's not where you want to be. This is, uh, again, maybe a team you're able to bet against if they're behind. They are not going to be good in comeback mode with Jacoby Brissett and having to put their running backs on ice. So something to watch for. But, yeah, the Patriots, clearly the right side if you bet them. I mean, just the offense, even with Zappi, was doing great things. It'll be interesting to see if they stick with the kid. I, I mean, you think they should, right? 
I kind of do, but that's. More, I mean, I think you let this play. It's more out. being being. That's my inner Drew coming out. Like, well, I have a problem or a future. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, no other takes other than watch this space. Patriots in sort of the same midseason form that they showed last year with a different quarterback. Now, uh, defense looks really, really good when they are. You know, they they're coached. They're coached up right now. Um, so they got a couple, an interesting kind of next stretch of their schedule that could put them very much in the race for a playoff spot. Uh, two games against the Jets in particular that we all have eyes on. Uh, speaking of the Jets, they come away with a 27 to 10 win in Lambeau. And this is now the second surprise win in a row for Zach Wilson. He beats the Dolphins last week. He beats the Packers this week. This was a bigger spread. Uh, there were people that bet the, pa- the Packers got bet. Yeah. Um, they ultimately had equal yardage gained in this one, two seventy eight to two seventy eight. But that for the Packers and an Aaron Rodgers team is pathetically low. Uh, and his yeah. performance was very uneven. There were whispers after this game of him. I, I can you clarify what's going on with the trade? Got <clears throat> a read on that? Not really. I, I think it's just him being him, him just doing his thing. The wild part too is like, go look at this box score. See, you see how many yards Zach Wilson threw for? It was pathetic. It was like one fifty, right? One ten. One ten. Um, yeah, one ten. This was the Brees Hall show. Brees Hall ran for more yards than that. One sixteen on twenty carries. He's looking good. Um, uh, this was another one. I bet this over. And I guess maybe I outsmarted myself because I, I just said, like, hey, the Jets are, are going to be lively. And if the Jets – and I did say, though, if the Jets come out hot, Green Bay should be able to come back against this defense, which was uh, – you know, there's been some nice surprises. But still, you had you have Cobb and Lazard healthy. Tanyan got 12 targets, which was something – but um, if you'd have told me the Jets scored 27 and I didn't get my over, I'd have said, you're, you're nuttier than squirrel turds. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> How many would the Packers score? 10? That's crazy. That's not real. So really, really, the, the lows are low, and the Green Bay Packers are 3-3, three and three, two games, plus a head-to-head loss behind the Minnesota Vikings. The hopes of an NFC North title for Rodgers are kind of slipping away here. Tell me where you've heard this before. Uh, the New York, I mean, the, the Green Bay Packers host a team that they are broadly favored against with a quarterback who's got not a lot going on in the passing game. And from they New lose, York, they, they lose a game <laughs> from New York. They, they lose a game where their special teams conceded a touchdown. Yeah, they I mean, this happens a lot. It happened against the Niners in the playoffs last year. Like just in general, the Packers have way too many cracks. Their defense is way, way soft. And ultimately, um, if you're getting pushed around by the Jets, I mean, that's not great. Uh, the offensive line, whew, they got their brains beat in by the defensive line for the Jets. Worth keeping an eye on the D line for the Jets. If that's something that they can maintain and they continue to develop the pass rush, then all of a sudden this is like more like the San Francisco defense that Sala had going in his playoff runs than the Jets we've seen for the last two years. So uh, got to keep watching uh, Quinn and Williams in particular. He was monstrous in this one. Um, and yeah, I think <laughs> this course... is the best part. They are entering the toughest yes. stretch of their schedule. Yeah. Although here's it actually, this is a great tangent and you tell me if I'm crazy. I will. There are no tough parts of any schedules because nobody's good. That is fair. I think, I think (laughs) I'm going to start. I'm really going to (laughs) de-emphasize tough, easy. No, no. I I will say the tough part of the schedules are no longer opponent based. Okay. It will be travel Travel, and situational based. Like, Hey, we we have to play two straight road games against the lions and the, you know, lions and Texans (laughs) still road games, guys. Okay. Those are tough. Okay. Very good. Well, uh, the Packers just, finished a stretch i think of three home games one of which was in london so uh there doesn't doesn't really help though that they're firing all all their homies um next on the uh rundown was giants versus the ravens so yeah they rerun this one back a hundred times the ravens win 
and cover of these games and cover 65% of them. 59.2. Okay. Um, this was a fluky one that uh, not only did the Ravens blow it again, but they didn't even get, you know, they not only blew the cover, they blew the game. Uh, the, the play, the bad snap, the Lamar scramble and pick yeah. at the end was emblematic of an uneven day from him generally. Um, there are people now whispering about his elbow injuries sustained week three and the degree that that is influencing his poor performances in the passing game the last handful of weeks. I am still perfectly willing to point to, hey, the supporting cast, which we thought was dog shit to start the season and looked maybe better than we thought, is actually potentially dog shit outside of Mark Andrews. The number two yardage gainer was Isaiah Likely. The number two target share here was uh, Demarcus Robinson. Uh, Devin Duvernay got targeted five times one catch for four, 14 yards. Lamar Jackson got popped a bunch in this one, lost a fumble. Um, just a nasty, nasty day from the Baltimore Ravens in New York. This is a team that they should have lapped if they were good and they lose. Yeah, um, the, I mean, it, it's not a perfect system, but when you gain a team, outgain a team 400 to 238, you're supposed to win those games. Honestly, if you can hold any team to under 250 total yards of offense, unless you're the Packers offense, you should be winning these games. They weren't they weren't terribly good on third down and yeah, I know they, they did lose the turnover battle. That's that's a big part of this too, but yeah, two it, to one. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it did feel like nothing was like lopsided, like, oh, they had, you know, four hundred penalties. They did, you know, lose the penalty. Uh, battle quite badly but it was 10 for 74 not like 12 for 140 you know they were also you know, up they were also up 20 to 10 in the fourth yeah. quarter against the giants and they lost that's not how it's supposed to go you're supposed to be able to ramp up your pass rush you're supposed to be able to count on your elite cornerbacks none of that none uh and i know you're giving them a short field with the turnover and that influenced things but uh, on the first touchdown drive, the Giants down 10 points. They marched on you. Seven-minute drive, 12 plays, 75 yards. They converted a third and fourth down with an 18-yard pass from Daniel Jones. They converted a third and two uh, with the Daniel Jones run for three yards. Like uh, It was a clinical drive from the Giants when yeah. at that point in the game, you literally are playing like Ben don't break, concede a field goal, give our offense the ball back and let's put away a seven point lead. Like you should not lose a game when you're in that situation. And not only did they lose, they, uh, you know, they ultimately, uh, I mean, they lost in embarrassing fashion. Have you looked at the divisional prices right yet for this, for the, any of the divisions, I guess. No, 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 no. I haven't. I have not today. I've not looked at it since. So they're both three and three, obviously the Steelers and, Steelers and Browns are a couple games back. Not that many games back. <laughs> They're both three and three. They haven't done that much. But what do you think those prices are right now? It's so the- tough. It's so tough because the Bengals are 0-2 in division, but they're so much better team in my that's ratings. The th- that's the thing. They already have two kind of They have two and losses. also and bad losses, and they've also gone through the easier part of their schedule. I know I said I was going to de-emphasize it, and I immediately brought it up. Yeah, but like situationally, there are more difficult parts of their schedule coming up than they have previously passed through. Yeah, Uh, I I mean, fair price for me, just off the top of my head, probably Bengals plus one twenty, one fifty, maybe. What are you looking at? Um, not a lot of places have these up. Bookmaker um, and Bet Online have nothing, so I went to Bovada. Ravens minus one fifty. Bengals what? plus 185. Yeah. That feels off. <laughs> and granted, I already have some Bengals. What about spot. the Ravens is good right now? What are they doing well? If Lamar's, if, if Lamar's <laughs> arm truly is injured, like they're they're in bad trouble. Big bad trouble. I'm, everything goes through him, and he does not yeah. look 100% right now. Oh, Justin Tucker even missed a field goal yesterday. I missed that. Yeah. So they're and doing yeah, nothing well. Kudos, kudos to the coaching staff though for like uh honestly the Steelers and the Giants, the, the defensive uh the defensive game plans were just really, really nice. They did some things to stop some good offenses. So all right, who's uh who's up? Bikes? 
Uh, yeah, Vikings versus Miami. Talk about your fraudulent uh, outcomes here. Holy guacamole! Yeah, Not I mean, only Kirk, did the Kirk, Vikings get a win, but Kirk, you know what? Kirk was good. He wasn't great. Delvin Cook was good. He wasn't great. Justin Jefferson, you know, ho hum, six catches, hundred yards. That's just what he's gonna do. But this team, if you go, and this has been widely advertised all over Twitter, especially on Vikings Twitter. Two for 12 on third down, and you scored 24 Amazing. points. Unbelievable. So they scored they scored 24 points, and none of them were like a oh, we you know, we ran back a fumble. It, it was those were offensive scores. <laughs> Two for 12 on third down. So every one of their drives that like if you if you just look at the Minnesota drives, early down it, success was the yeah, story of their offense. It went today. Three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, <laughs> touchdown on seven plays, three and out, three plays and a field goal because they got an interception in a short field. But technically that was a you know, they didn't get anywhere. They did not get a first down in that. Uh, that was right up against the half of so the time. Three and out, three and out, three and out, seven plays touchdown. Three and out, long touchdown, three and out, end of game. Like they had 11 three and outs and scored 24 points and beat Miami down in the heat where it's supposed to be hard to play. Granted, you were given a little bit of a gift by having, you know, a little bit of, I, I'm not sure Teddy was fully ready to go in. He looked a little rough at times, but that's, yeah. This is not a game you're supposed to win with that sort of yeah. stuff. This is an absolute outlier. They got crushed in total yards, 458 to 234. They got, you know, what it was was when you go two for 12, when your opponent goes two for 12 on third down, you can't go four of 14. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't also do it. And you can't, you can't do you that. Can't turn and the ball over three, three, times. three turnovers and one turnover on downs, three uh, turnovers, yeah. a turnover and downs. And they, they, again, just like the other box score, they got crushed in penalties. Uh, Vikings only had two for 20 clean game and they were 10 for 97. Ooh. Uh, it just, this was a super weird one, guys. Yeah. The dolphins, the dolphins shot themselves in the dick over and over and over again. Uh, it was 24 to 10. And then, you know, so at that point it was it was over. Um, yeah, fifty-three yard rush from Dalvin Cook inflated his stats to having set what seventy-seven total yards. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like seventy-nine. Okay, so yeah. uh, so talk about a bust, 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 boom. Yeah, the turno- uh, and, turnovers yeah, turnovers are so big in this turnovers one. were massive. Um, still very weird game, and the Vikings continue to be the they. This is this is I don't know how many more times we got to say it. They're just going to keep getting winning games, and it's going to keep being it's, ugly. It is. It's the Jesse Pinkman. They can't keep getting away with it. Meme. They conceded 458 yards of offense. In this it only game. gave up 16 points. It's the oh. bend, but no break for both people leaders. So, does that yes. take us into the afternoon? Uh, it certainly does. Oh no, San Francisco Atlanta was in the morning. <clears throat> oh um, yeah, you know what? Atlanta absolutely deserved to win this game. Um, I didn't have a great weekend. But it's nice to just absolutely fucking nail one. <laughs> you know, I bet this at plus six. I regret not taking money line now that they won. But like it, it, it turned out that yes, all those defensive pieces that were hurt yeah. mattered. Um, yeah. the Falcons, you know, it never hurts when your team gets a an early defensive special teams touchdown like that. Like those kind of things are always gonna make it when you're playing from a plus position. You know, your, your game plan is just that much easier. So the fumble recovery touchdown was nice. But they were already up 7 nothing. They'd forced a 3-and-out at that point. Um, they were looking good, and yeah, they kind of kept the foot on the gas. They did not let the San Francisco Niners score in the second half. In fact, this game staying under was a little bit of a wild result because it was 35 points at halftime. And we only got 42 points. There were 42 points scored with eight minutes and 40 seconds remaining in the third quarter. (laughs) It's snuck under. Um, Unbelievable. Um, Niners in this one were more the story than the Falcons, even though the Falcons are playing. They're playing. They're, you know what? I'm looking for the right average to to describe these guys. They're, they're like, they're, they're plucky, you know, like they're just, they're a tough out. You don't want to play. Uh, the the uh, Falcons, if you don't have to, 
And, you know, Mariota uh, had a very weird, you know, weird stat line. He was 13 of 14. He only had one incompleted pass, but he threw for 129 yards, two touchdowns, and he managed 50 yards on the ground and another touchdown. Like, it was a very... That's a throwback performance. Uh, yeah, to, I mean, well, uh, he, a bygone he, age. <laughs> he was instantly in a plus position, all like that. After one drive, they're up fourteen nothing with the the fumble recovery, and then, yeah, they leaned on multiple running backs to just kind of ice this game out. They didn't hardly have the ball in the second half, like you said. The Niners had an eight minute drive that resulted in no points and no turnover. It was a sixteen play, eighty yard turnover on downs. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. over half of the fourth quarter went to one drive that resulted in no points. Like the, the Falcons barely had the ball in the second half, five, four, four, and one and a half. Oof, because they had is. two, they had two defensive scores, huh? They had a pick six and a fumble, a scoop and score. Uh, I, no, yeah. no, just the first one. Yeah, no, no. They uh, the Falcons' first touchdown was an offensive touchdown. Yep, and then uh, the fumble recovery touchdown, and then the fumble. Well, everything else touchdown. was offensive. And then, oh, they just interception. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they they picked they picked him off. They picked uh, off Jimmy G twice. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, yikes, the, yikes. The, the turnovers. Yeah. yeah, the turnovers are big. But... I see it. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, what did you think of the Falcons' pass rush? Did they have one? Because this was a really weak O line they went up against. Yeah. They ended up with two sacks. Yeah, I mean it's oh no, it's they not, got zero sacks. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not a good pass rush. <laughs> they did not sack the quarterback at all in this game. Okay. That's good to know because you know who they're playing next week. It's the Bengals. Um, we'll get to that in a hot yeah. second. I know. I think um, I think I, have I, think I finally I might go the other way here. Uh Carolina Rams, the Rams of this game. This game was horrific. Um, I think the, the Panthers had a 10-7 lead with a defensive touchdown at one point. And I was like, this game would be funny if the Panthers managed to win. They don't even end up covering, losing by 14 as the Rams scored the final 17 points. I guess you can say the Rams made some defense, uh, some nice, uh, some decent offensive adjustments at halftime, winning the second half here 17 0. But the Panthers quit. They're with uh, they're, Steve Wilkes is their coach now. So you're not getting much from them at coming out of halftime. They, they uh, kicked PJ Walker. Off the field. They kicked a player off the field in the game. P.J. Walker threw for 60 yards before getting replaced by Jacob Eason. Was it for injury? Was it for performance? Who knows? Because no one watched this game. Uh, is Jacob Eason now the quarterback going forward? Or is Baker Mayfield coming back? Does it matter? Um, this is a really, really awful situation in Carolina. And they probably are staring at 1-16. in 16? Yeah. Just shout out to Adam Rodriguez. Reminds me, this is a throwback to my, my old... My... My homie Sandman, the Cheetah oh, Lounge yeah. in Atlanta. That's a good you know, spot. I remember him. Yeah, um, I've, yeah. I mean, just, it, it was one of those weird ones where, oh man, I can't bet the Panthers. It's so many points, but and I want to, but I can't bet the Panthers even against an offense that's broken. And I almost I had a tweet halfway written out, and then I don't know, I never sent it. But when the the Acres thing. I said the Acres thing almost makes me want to bet the Rams. The fact that they're done with him, yeah. Maybe they'll stop using him on first down, but that wasn't you know a good oh, enough their offense. Offense was still really bad. Yeah, Even I was against say, the like, defense to quit. This this was a game that yes they covered the big number, but there's a lot of situations where you know some squirreliness at the end. They don't. It's such a big number for a bad offense to cover. I'm glad it stayed away from this one. I don't have a lot of faith in the Rams, who are also three and three, to do much. Yeah, the Panthers are dead, dead, dead. Hopefully, they can trade away some more assets and start to rebuild with some new, some new uh, coaching, new players, new quarterback. Uh, they might be starting Jacob Eason next week. Yeah, Walker's hurt. That's not where you want to be in life. Uh, speaking Seattle of trading, Seahawks. trading for those players, yeah, Arizona. <laughs> this is in Arizona's, and they have a short week where they're going to try to reintegrate. A Hopkins and bring in another piece. I, I really, Anderson I really does. can't imagine Anderson sees the field a ton. No. That's so tough to come off of, uh, you know, come off a Sunday game and prep for a Thursday game at all, much less doing it with a new team, new offense. So 
I'm really disappointed in Arizona, especially Arizona's second half. They they were able to score right off the bat and then just kind of didn't do anything from there on out. I guess we should say nice things about the Seattle defense a little bit. They do things. Uh, Wooly Bully, our guy. Yeah, Wooly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he deserves he, he, he deserves he consideration for defensive rookie year. He's probably not going to get it over Sauce Gardner, at least because the New York media tells to tilt these things. But that's fine. I bet um, I bet him at eight to one. Like there was some eight today that it should be five. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, I, just, I took a little three. We got to look maybe at some of Sauce's matchups in particular to see if he's going to have a oh, yeah, stretch we, where he could really swoon. Um, the well, Cardinals outgame the, the Seahawks. Too, you can you can build a narrative around. Like who leads the league in interceptions? Yeah, if you, if yeah. you can do that as a rookie. Uh, okay, so the Cardinals outgained the Seahawks in this one, but that was deceptive because a lot of that was garbage time yardage. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, there were uh, this was a sack of Palooza, eleven sacks total in this game. Neither quarterback was willing to throw the ball away. They were hold, each holding it on to it way too long. Kyler Murray not interested whatsoever in really. Uh, you know, getting rid of the ball. But he did scramble 10 times for 100 yards. He managed 100 yards on the ground. I think a lot of that had to be in garbage time. Um, but uh, has Cliff checked out? Cliff, Cliff just got paid, Patrick. He got, he just got. Well, and, and as somebody pointed out in one of our chats, like ownership's cheap. Oh, like, fuck. You're yeah. not, you're not seeing Cliff like go midseason. If Cliff leaves he's leaving of his own volition to go take a college job or something it's not because he's getting fired i will tell you that much um although at the same time like Like, kind got a yeah yeah, if they fire kind maybe the new gm maybe package deal but did well paying these guys it's just not uh something i see likely um Oh, Dan, don't do this to me. Lovey Smith, next coach fired. If Lovey Smith gets fired, second coach, and I had him at 60 to 1 all over the freaking place, I'm going to be bummed. Um, but that's okay. Rest of my features. What happens when you go against the chalk? Uh, so, Geno Smith uh, continues his solid performance uh, overall, uh, you know, just guiding this offense. He had 48 yards on the ground, something we haven't seen much of him so far this season. Kenneth Walker, the third, was solid in this one. Not like solid enough to warrant consideration over Brees Hall as rookie of the year, but still very good work from him. Do you give me an honest take? I bet the Seahawks have 40 to one to win the West. Part of it was a joke, but part of it was serious. And now I think I have decent equity in that, or I will at some point this season because they continue to find ways to win games. Do I have a shot? Do you I throw some cold water on me? If I, if no, you think I that's, mean, if you think yeah. that's crazy, Chip chair and chance. I mean, the they're tied. And the, the Rams offense is broken. The Niners are injured all over the place, especially on defense. I don't think the Cardinals are maybe going to be a contender for this discussion. You know, the Seahawks, it might be one of those where defense is it's, it's like what we do with Mahomes. Like, have defenses figured out Geno? We have that conversation. Like that's gonna be a national media thing. Yeah, they're live. That's live. That was a like I, I said, I tried to throw cold water because it was just so stupid when you said it, but I'm like, <laughs> nobody should ever be 40 to one this early in the season. Yeah. Like you, you have to be like oh and five to be especially 40 to when one. two quarterbacks ahead of you in line have injury concerns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so I don't know. It, it's still, you know, still long shed. Like I'd, I'd still make them. 10 to 1 now better than a better than a 10 to 1 they're better they're like 10 percent chance yeah all right that's fair okay all right i like it we'll check we'll in see next week. yeah they, they gotta um, they gotta win they this gotta was win the big division. this was a big one they had to win this game they yeah, had to division win they had to they had to they had to and they did and they did and they did um the guy, i wish they'd won last week against the saints it was there for the taking they were it really was but they got a free one week one. Imagine if the they were four and two right now. What? They got a free. They got a free one against the Broncos. So ball don't lie. I guess they All deserve right, to uh, be a three and three team. Real quick, then Buffalo KC. Kind of already talked a little about that at um, at the half of uh, last night's game. But you have any more reflections Buffalo, with more time? Uh, no, I mean Buffalo's. Buffalo's a very good team. They're hard, like to to get this done on the road against a veteran coach 
uh, one of the best quarterbacks to do it in the last few years. And, a D, you know, your defense was kind of having some troubles here and there. My God, the one play where Milano got turned into a fucking statue still kills me. And I wanted the Bills to win. Uh, Did, definitely. Was that the Juju Smith-Schuster touchdown? Or was that a different one? It might have been. Yeah, the that Juju Smith-Schuster touchdown was like a... Oh, the spin? Are, are you joking? Yeah, it, that one was... Yeah, that was that was something. Juju cool. Smith-Schuster, very nice game. So Kansas City, two 100-yard receivers. Couldn't get the run game that I had talked about that was working nice going against this front seven. Uh, Bills kind of took that away. Alaire was bad. Uh, Pacheco only got two carries. McKinnon only got two carries. Uh, they, you know, they did it through the air, and they looked good doing it. Kansas City's very good. And I think we kind of we found the stasis of where this number will be when this is in Buffalo. It is probably four, four and a half come January. And boy, howdy, am I looking forward to that one? Okay. Uh, when our our MVP hosts Kansas City in the rematch, that'll be a good one. Then uh, Dallas Philly, we talked about a little too. Well, half-time. let me uh, let me but, let me make some more comments on Bills because we didn't put it in podcast form, and I think I've thought through it a little bit more clearly what I wanted to say here. Um, I think in reflecting, you got as good of a game out of the Chiefs' defense as you were going to ever get against this Bills team. Like, they they were playing up for a lot of that game. The stops, both, I mean, the both, stops both early, the turnovers early. early. Like, like, the, like, the Chiefs' defense were, were live. There were a lot, a lot of red zone snaps for Josh Allen in that game. That were not touchdowns, and that's rare. Like you know, he he's he's usually going to kill you in those spots. And they had decent success stopping him. I thought, especially in the red zone, the Chiefs' defense gave you an opportunity to win that if you were the if you were Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, and you didn't. And I think that's bad sign in general because I don't know if you're going to get that same level of performance out of your defense, especially if the next game is in Buffalo. Especially if the next game is after a, a immediately following a tough playoff game, especially if they get a bye and you have to play them the next week, right? Like there are a lot of you know circumstances where the rematch could be more in favor of Buffalo, in my opinion. And they could, the Chiefs yeah, could have the secondary the will be could have, healthy, maybe. That's right. Their Chiefs could have stolen this game. The secondary wasn't healthy. Their defense yeah. didn't play great. They didn't tackle great. But you know who did do a great job for the Buffalo defense? Les Frazier. We've talked about it like a dozen times. That great the, coordinator, the, terrible head coach. Great, great coordinator, he's, terrible head coach. He's just the and all, poster and child also, for that. Poor, poor adjuster also. So if his yeah. plan A is not working on a given day, you're in deep fucking trouble. Uh, if you're Josh Allen, you got to score 40. Um, but his plan A was really good, I thought. We've talked about how like this iteration of the Chiefs can be defended. If you're willing to go man and leave your corners on an island and be aggressive with your pass rush and contain... Uh, you know, not let Mahomes break the pocket because Mahomes off platform throwing passes down the field, absolute death, especially if you're in man coverage. But well, they like did the a good job the other week where it's like uh, just, just he had two of those magician plays. Like, what the fuck just, are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, but they did a good job, I thought, of executing the way you defend Mahomes now with this offense and with the pieces that he has to work with. And I think other teams could replicate that if they're smart. Uh, and if they have the personnel, because the Bills didn't even really have the personnel to pull that off, which is why I was a little worried they weren't even going to try in this game, which is why the over was probably a really fair play, even at the big number. Like, and it should have gotten there realistically. Yeah. Um, but it chaps my ass yeah, a little. But ultimately, Mahomes wasn't sharp. Chiefs' offensive approach wasn't very good, and uh, you know this was this was one that was there for them to steal, and they didn't. And now that's probably going to cost them a bunch of equity in terms of a Super Bowl this year because going through Buffalo, particularly if you have to play them off the bye, is a very, very different beast than hosting them off of a bye. <laughs> so, yeah, big old flipperoonie. Yeah, I joked about the this being the, you know, the AFC title game preview, but really it was truthfully a – Kind of the early battle for the one seed. This it was. You. you mean that was the FC title game? Yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's, it's what it's what get you the buy, and that adds yeah. a nice chunk of equity. So, no. um, I don't have a ton in the Dallas game. Uh, kudos to Dallas. I've said kudos a lot today, but uh, props to Dallas for showing up a little in that second half. I didn't yeah. know that they would. First kind game. of at this, you know, again at this spot, like all right, well, we had a good run, guys, and. 
but this is just a way better team. We have Cooper Rush as our quarterbacks. And scoring 14 in the second half was a little bit of a surprise to me. They were lively there. And I liked what really, they called, I wanted, too. Yeah, right? I, like I, you I, liked I, the way they did it even more than them doing it, right? Yeah, it was a good – it was like those were good drives when they put those together. I love a kudos bar. Um, <laughs> but uh, – and again, I said this when the Eagles took on the Jags and were down 14 nothing. I said that was great. If you are in, if you are in the Eagles, if you have equity in the Eagles, if you have future bets on these Philadelphia, these these wonderful players, the fact that they got punched in the mouth and came back and just unfazed, that was great. And this too, like the fact that they they couldn't just coast this whole second half, they got uh, they got brought back into a close game and they went down and they had a really nice drive that that answer drive. That's what you want to see from not only just the team, but like the coaching staff. Like if you have that in your pocket, like, all right, let's uh, let's put together a well thought out, well sequenced drive, go down there, score a goddamn touchdown and put this one back to bed. They took seven minutes off the clock on that drive. That was the beauty of that drive. Like it was, it was well thought out. Like not only did they score, they took so much. Yeah, There was like some Jalen hurts sliding in bounds and that type of stuff, which Mm. is just like, yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, question, uh, Am I being results based and complaining that they went for two going up nine? Uh, you know, of all the ones, I, I get the hey, let's go up by nine. So it's a two score game. This was to go up 11. Yeah. To make That's... it basically a quasi three score. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I've seen that. It'll be interesting to, if someone could. Uh... I, no reason I cared. I, you know. uh i'm happy you know the whole half the damn chat was under 20 and a half so i'm happy okay 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 and you got your eagles bet so yeah because that because that that, uh that final field goal ultimately like the plays that preceded that where the eagles defense finally stepped up and made some stops and then forced the really long field goal i was just like like if this is if this lands six i'm just gonna be bent and i had six i wasn't even gonna lose but if i had had taken a win on the second half over but a push on the six i would have been net angry <laughs> net angry that's a new one yeah uh, so anyway right, you guys we're gonna spend the next 10 minutes going ripping through, through openers. yeah ripping through not as opening of an opening, Did you play this but, game by the way tonight a uh, little bit of Denver four and a half. Okay, nice. Smaller I played bet, a little but... bit under, under 46. Yeah, I so. like that too. I think I think if you like a correlated parlay, if you want to be a dipshit and do a yeah. correlated teaser, because who knows, teasers, no yeah. rules anymore in teasers, guys. The under yeah. and Denver, I think, are correlated. Yes. Best red zone defense. Because of what it. the offensive line for the Chargers yeah. is. The, is That's the Achilles heel. Potential. Yeah, the offensive line is uh, worse news now with Lindsey and good news for the Broncos with uh, – getting your Pro Bowl defensive back back, getting a tight end back, and hopefully Wilson's healthy. So we'll go through those now. Hit the thumbs up if you like betting on a Monday, guys. Betting on a Monday, thumbs up for that. Thumbs up for that. Um, Right off the bat, is there a case to be made to bet Arizona? Because the Saints are so injured and – it's it's almost a nice spot for Arizona here. Short week with everybody hurt. They've been overperforming. The Saints are at the top of the market right now for what you think of their offense. They're not getting anyone back. They can't continue to do this probably. Dennis Allen count as a rookie head coach or not? Because he, he was a previous. Kind of does else. because it was so yeah. shitty. Like it's like when Steve Young got to the league. Like he wasn't a rookie because he played for the usfl but he's a rookie like same kind of thing so i'm very tempted to take arizona but i'm not in a hurry because what's the difference between one and two here guys Taysom hill ultimately gonna suit up you think andy dalton's Uh, got it back now uh, yeah that's the thing i want to kind of find out what's happening at quarterback i'm not sure it moves the market a lot you know what Taysom hill can't do Throw to Jason Hill, who would be the only healthy pass catcher (laughs) so yeah i mean if the if the if the if the Cardinals get the same level of pass rush that they brought against Seattle, um, which they should, then this is going to be a really really one sided game in favor of the Cardinals. So I don't mind taking the the, the teeny weeny number here, laying the laying the point. Yeah, uh, the point. Cardinals Cardinals are past surely. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It is a point or point and a half at a cheaper price elsewhere. Detroit-Dallas, Thanksgiving matchup come early. Uh, with the uncertainty of the quarterback, I don't even want to talk about this right now. We'll see if his grip is good, if he's playing. Let's assume it's Dak. Why am I hesitating taking the points here? I don't know if his grip is right. Like I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, give I, me the I, seven. I, oh, really? I, oh, I'll man. back Detroit in this spot. Coming Detroit's, off of a bye, Detroit's defense is just so utterly yeah, bad can, right now. They kind of have to regress back to the something after a buy after a bye week where you get to look okay. at your tape and you get to evaluate your defensive players and your scheme. I, I tend to like an over here. If uh, Detroit is going to fix anything, it might be the offense getting a little bit back, but I'm passing on the game. Banged up players on the D line for the Cowboys. Cowboys spent a lot of time on the field going up against an offensive line. that's going to be healthy. I think Detroit's the side here and I think they're probably live to win. And honestly, like the world would be a great, a better place from a content standpoint. If Dak comes back and the Cowboys lose, you can get a cheap seven. It's leaning towards seven and a half. I like cheap seven. I think this, I'm going to keep thinking about it for two more days, but we'll touch base on Friday. I mean, I, I, I like your points. I just don't want to, I don't want to think this, this is lion's side. Uh, Giants, Jags, the overperforming Giants, underperforming Jaguars. Jags still laying a juicy three at home here. Can't bet more Jags. I no, <laughs> can't do it's it. Like, it's Jags are passing. It's pass. Uh, the Jags defense was especially annoying against the Colts, and maybe they're better at home, but uh, I don't know. I mean, the Jags, the Jags should win. The Jags next, by the way, the Jags next little stretch here. They host the Giants. They host the Broncos. They host the Raiders. One of those games, I'm guessing, is in London. This is it the Broncos game? They don't get three in a row. One of the London game, the London game has to be Broncos. Um, that's kind of nice. They get to trip to London, and the fucking Denver's got to go from Denver to London. Uh, keep an eye on that travel situation. But um, if they can pull off wins yeah. here, Denver then... Jacksonville will be at Wembley on October thirtieth. Nice. Um, oh, cool. We're going to Wembley finally. Um, and then the next, I yeah, think... the next three are Wembley. Uh, and then the Munich game with Tampa, Seattle, and then the Niners and Cardinals. Mexico and City. Estadio Azteca. I love it. Um, okay, so if they can win the next three games, I'm interested in this team again. They have my attention again. They would be five and four at that point. God damn it. They really blew it losing some of the, that Texas game at home was just killer. Killer, killer, yeah. killer. Um yeah, this Jags team I still think is a little underrated by market. Market makes them 22. They're average. <sighs> they just need some wins, man. They need to figure out how to win. I you can't know, play them. At just in general, I think I'm done betting AFC South games, Titans, Colts. I yeah, why no, would we do this? Why? I have no interest in getting involved in that game. That's probably a pretty good number. Um Matt Ryan's arms probably still on ice through the ball so many times. Um, Colts getting points here, I guess. <sighs> nope. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I don't think I'm going to bet that game. I, I'm going to dig a little into that and see what the Titans injuries situation like. Titans have to buy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But uh, this is this a rematch as well? Yes. Titans dominated the first half and put the game away. God, that's weird that the Colts are getting two rematches out of the way real early in the season. Yeah, they had an odd um, schedule. That game went I over the total. About this game. No, let's pass. Let's skip it. Bengals, minus six, minus oh five. That's a bet. Good matchup. Yeah, it's a Falcons good matchup. Can't, Falcons caught a lucky spot with the Niners, and the Falcons are about at the top of their market. Yep. If this game was, uh, this what was probably this game in the summer, seven and a half, I'm guessing, yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but that sounds right. No, maybe maybe more. It could have been more. Eight. Cincinnati was pretty high in the market preseason. So um 
and it's fair that they've been downgraded by the market, but Falcons are near the top of their range right now. I will take Cincinnati uh, minus six, minus 105. This is a bet I have made. I love it. I love it. Um, we agree. Uh, I'll flash you forward into the future a month where people are asking, are the Bengals the third best team in the NFL? Are they the second best team in the NFL? Like we're headed there in my mind. Oh, Papa says summer was minus 10. Well, that wow. was all. I get Well, we knew, and, and, we knew the again, Falcons were, they were, is, they were really perceived as. This dark, is the point. Trash. Yeah. The, yes, the H.H. entry. And, you. and Hayward. They have two second two guys down, yeah. right? That was, Hayward Hayward's out out for sure. I don't know if Terrell is gonna. Is gonna and we also talk about secondary out. and defensive line working in tandem. Now they have weaknesses at both, so it is Cincinnati. I I think you might see a seven by the time game. This might just get steamed all week. I'm there'll probably be resistance at like six and a half. I mean, I'll, somebody I'll will keep... be hungry to take the Falcons. Falcons yeah. always cover you guys. Three cornerbacks got hurt. Yeah, yeah. This is We're, you know you know what that's usually bad. When you're going up against a team that has three wide receivers who are excellent, and also you can't rush the passer, it's usually bad. This totals of 47. So you're talking about a team total. Bengals get to 30. Yeah, probably. That's let's nice look at the weather look. too. It's, it's in Cincy. Weather could be weird. Yep. But Browns. I, this is Cincy. Lay it with Cincy. Yeah, I laid it. Browns, Ravens. This is a soft seven. Getting juice towards uh getting juice towards the Browns. I don't know who's betting the Browns, but I get it if you don't feel like the Ravens should be laying seven to anyone right now. Yeah, maybe a little bit of market sentiment after blowing it last week, but the Browns um that's probably yes. a live live betting game for yeah, me. If, if the Browns if you are like, behind, they're not coming back. Yeah, because like that that one handicap feels pretty straightforward. Um the Ravens can still run and the Browns can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, so Ravens should be able to generate a lead on that one. If you like the Browns, just bet them in the fourth quarter when they're down by 21 points and then somehow find a way to win. <laughs> um, yeah. Another Awful. team we should be super trustworthy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are laying 10 and a half on the road. <laughs> and yes, Carolina is down to Jacob Eason. They lost one of their two good receivers. It's pretty much McCaffrey and McCaffrey and Kane and pray for rain. I don't know what you do with this game. It's another one where Carolina, nobody should be getting 10 and a half points at home, but do you really want to bet on the Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay, maybe <sighs> probably taking this game pretty seriously, realizing they're three and three and they need to get their shit in the get and win this damn division. Nobody else is exactly running away with it. Any um, surprise still, Robert Kraft marriages? Yeah, they don't. The thing is, the Bucks don't need to win the game by eleven. They just need to win the game, and this is a low ass total. So I think it's going to be think. Mayfield, and I think this is going to be awful. Um, Do I you think Mayfield's realist- coming back? Yeah, I think so. I heard that he had the walking boot off today. Okay, which for whatever reason, I don't know why they would go back to him, but it sounds like they may. Um, the game started. Yeah, Panthers team total under our pass. Uh, Packers commies. Packers are laying five on the road against the commanders. The total is 40 and a half. Uh, I'm going to be on the over in this game because I think Scott Turner, with time to prepare and an offensive line that's getting healthier, is going to be able to do his thing. Fun run. He's going to, Scott Turner and the commies are going to do their thing. They're going to get into the high teens 20s and then Aaron Rodgers he's got a, he's auditioning for his next job uh so I think he's gonna put up some points in this one so he'll be holding um, a microphone yeah <laughs> uh no he's gonna be I've traded to some, some uh some team um some unsuspecting team yeah uh Texans Texans Raiders would you agree with my over there over 40 yeah minutes? yeah I think Texans it, Raiders. The, the market's a little low just based on two teams years. coming off of buys. Number looks fair. Total looks fair. Not interested in betting that one. Yeah. How about that? The Raiders yeah, at one and right four or whatever they are, seven point favorites at home. Uh Chiefs Niners. This one's fascinating. So 
Niners expected to get a lot of positive injury news over the balance of this week, which means this three is not going to last long. So we kind of have to decide right now if you're betting the Niners or you're waiting or passing. Yeah. What uh like the Chiefs You saw the injury news, right? Yeah, it, it's looking like we might get Bosa likely. Yeah, we might get like two or three defenders Trent back Williams. And, and good news on the offensive line. Yeah. You're already paying minus Ufanga. 15 for this. If uh I know I looked at this this afternoon and I, I agonized a little. Now I'm watching oh Herbert almost took one there. Ah, uh, yeah. If you like it, I'd bet it now because it is going to move Niners way. Okay. All right. Uh, fuck. Do you have the stomach to play a Niners game right now? Not really. That's why. I, that's Jimmy why I haven't G against Pat Mahomes. Oh my god. Oy, <laughs> the princes that were promised. Uh, the <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins are a seven-point favorite. This is. Trending to be Trubisky, I think, with Pickett uh, and Tua. The return of Tua. Tua is Tua. I, I mean, not everything but confirmed. So that number makes sense. And I don't know with the way Pittsburgh's defense played last week, I give a little bit of a bump, and I'm I'm not getting involved here. No, I think Pittsburgh's getting burned by Hill and Waddle in this one. This is uh, Dolphins lay the points. Or pass. Yeah, or I'd, over, I'd like, I'd like the to lay the defense, point. The Dolphins' defense has been really, really suspect. That's the thing. So the speed for Miami receivers should be able to do a lot more against Pittsburgh than what we saw. From oh, Flores' revenge game is that but, why they put this? In, yeah, that's why they put this turd in primetime. It's primetime, but yeah, like you said, the Miami defense has not been great. They got eleven three and outs last week in a loss. Um, just. Wild, still wild that game. Minnesota and the fans around here think we're good. That's the fun part. Uh, Bears, Patriots, Zappy, Bailey Zappy late. I don't know if you remember, Andy, but this is what one of this is. Is this like a big, like Super Bowl? Remember the Super Bowls of old type year? Because there um, was a Bears Patriots Super Bowl, very famous 1985. Bears only ever Super Bowl win. Uh, I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, I was too young to remember it. But Robert, or who was it? Refrigerator Perry. What was his first name? Uh, was it Robert Perry? Robert Refrigerator Perry? I don't remember his first name. But Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown in that one. So it's the Bears funny. went on to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah it's funny that we talked about Jacob Eason. Because I'm... Was that Tony Eason? Was it the starter at the It 85? was. Tony Eason, his father... I believe started that Super Bowl where they got the. I mean, it was like fifty-five. 10. Jacob Eason's father is a different Tony Eason. That is amazing. <laughs> that okay, is crazy. That, that's that's wild. <laughs> different Tony Eason. That's wild. Yeah, the, the, we'll the fact invent- check this before Wednesday. <laughs> a lot going on there. So, um. William Perry, thank you, Cool Hawks. Uh, and also Dan, thank you. The thing was, um, they weren't there to cause no trouble. They just wanted to do the Super Bowl shuffle. And they'd and shuffle we, all over the dead Patriots in that one. We um, had a uh, Herbert one for five on that drive um, oh, and a punt. So amazing. Denver takes over here. So let's, uh, yeah, let's close it up with that game. Do you think the Patriots should be laying seven and a half at home to a I don't know. It's a Bears team that only scores I mean, seven points, guys. I think the over is the bet there, right? What do you? Well, I mean, what did you make of the Patriots' defense last week? Because I'm worried about the getting. Bears. They're getting a lot of credit for. They're getting a little, probably a little too much credit. A little but, bit too much. But this is a worser, a worser offense. My Patriots' yeah. defense, I have right now on the fringes of the top ten for me. But there's no. But honestly, there's no other. There's no good defenses in the NFL this year, and you can't even tell because the oh, offenses and the tonight. quarterbacks have been bad. Denver's uh, Denver's, Denver's up there, sure. San Francisco's San, a healthy up there. San Bills, Francisco's Eagles, up there. Cowboys, Bucks, Bengals. That's kind of where it starts to get real thin in terms of good defenses in the NFL. Like the Jets are going to be making a case pretty soon here that they're a good defense. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think the the 
the Patriots defense is getting a little bit of a little too much credit for who they played. And it's not like Justin Fields is how are there two Tony Eason's that played quarterback? It's like at a high enough level. It's fucking dumb. Right. <laughs> it is dumb. All right. So yeah, and just Belichick scheming against like Dan says against this Bears offense. That's unfair. So I will be teasing my guy Zappy. There's a couple of half decent teaser options. I've never won a teaser anyway. So what's the yeah. point? But Tony Easton, Jacob's father, played wide receiver at Notre Dame. He was not a quarterback. That's why there's confusion. Uh, he was a so wide many, receiver at Notre Dame. So many Tonys. Tony, yeah. it's it's like that great band. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. You don't remember that? That's camp? your that's your favorite Tony 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 song? It's just such a good one to play on your anniversary. It's the uh, only anniversary song. Uh, it's okay. Okay. Feels good is my go down. Uh is my is my go to feels good and then let's get down. Those are, Dan, my, Dan, those are my two go to uh, Tony 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 songs. The game is on. Let's uh let's call it a day. Tony with the Y was first and Tony Tony Tony, right? My God, now you're just and then Tony with an I second and then E with a little accent, I think. The tittle. The tittle, yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Pretty much just on the Cincinnati Bengals this week. We'll have more Wednesday. Let's go. I remember correctly, they all had an exclamation point after their Tony as well. I think uh, an under here gives me a very small...